Hey gorgeous, in case you missed it, I'm excited to tell you that my brand new Sacred Money Archetypes course is now open, but the live round is only available for a very short period of time. This is your once a year opportunity to work with me as your business and money coach. We are going to leverage the strengths of your money personality so you can make more money with ease and you'll get tailored training and weekly coaching calls to make this happen. And that's right, it's only once a year. So please don't miss out. You have probably realized that working harder is not the answer. You can't get overwhelmed and burnt out. What's the solution? You need to do something different. You don't need to change who you are. You just need to double down on your gifts and stop sabotaging your income. Go to denisedt.com slash SMA, as in Sacred Money Archetypes, SMA, and make sure you jump on my 2022 special offer. This only comes once a year. I've upgraded the entire course and added pop-up coaching and an incredibly supportive community. I cannot wait to help you with this. I've just added some more bonuses and a flexible payment plan if you need it as well. I am obsessed with the sacred money archetypes and I know that you will be as well. So join today so you can come and join us on the live round and let's leverage your personality for more income and impact. Just go to denisedt.com slash SMA. Yay, see you there. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here and welcome to this week's episode of Chill and Prosper. I'm so excited about this episode because it is some of my favorite things. One, transparency. Two, behind the scenes. And three, just sharing about my crazy creative ideas to anyone who would listen. And um, yeah, you guys are my captive audience, so you have to listen to all my crazy creative ideas and hopefully it brings you joy as well. So today I'm talking about the behind the scenes of my latest launch and some of the things that went really well, some of the things that didn't, mistakes and lessons that I wish I had thought about ahead of time, and um, a massive big lesson in letting go and which is really hard for me. Anyway, so my latest launch, we are doing a Money Archetypes launch at the moment. We had a month of sharing content and, you know, the free quiz and the workshops and all of that kind of stuff. And now we have just opened up for my new Sacred Money Archetypes business course. I am certified um, in, in that with Kendall Summerhawk, which is incredible. But I've put together this whole course about how you can use your money archetypes in your business and in your marketing and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about today about the course. I'm talking about the behind the scenes of how I created the course and how I did it in a way that really challenged me. It pushed my limits. It gave me a lot of um, insights into who I am as a person and really, yeah, really stretched some of my challenges as my archetype. Anyway, so what we did, so for the money archetypes, there are eight different archetypes, each with a very different personality around money. And the first time I launched it, I just kind of did it as me, as Denise. 
And I knew that this time I wanted to step into the shoes, literally, <laughs> of each archetype and build out a set and build out a co- almost like a costume and a feel, a look and feel that was different for every single archetype. Now, the big challenge around this course in general, I'll just be really honest and transparent, is that I've kind of built this reputation for having one program, one course, all roads lead to boot camp. You've probably heard me say this a million times. I don't detour. I don't um, have a million different courses. But Sacred Money Archetypes for me is really special. Um, I have implemented it in my own business for a long time and I wanted to get certified to be able to share it with other people, but I haven't really. I'll do it once a year. I teach it on my private retreats, but that's kind of it. And so every time we sit down and plan out our business, it's always the one that has to get pushed to the side, even though I love it so much. I mean, I love my money boot campers. I'm not neglecting you guys, but it's always the thing that has to get sacrificed. And, you know, there's been the last couple of years I've gone, I really want to re-record those videos. I really want to, you know, add some flavor into it, but it's had to be pushed for other things. And I was kind of just like, oh, and this year again, in our planning at the start of the year, I said to my team, I was like, look, this is the year I really want to do a, an awesome, amazing launch for Money Archetypes. And I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm not going to hear no on this. Um, uh, and I, I, I felt like I had to fight for that. And it sounds really silly, but sometimes I like the fact that my team keeps me accountable to not going off on shiny objects. You know, my, um, my business coach and the people that we do scheduling and stuff and forward planning with, like I value them saying, no, it's not a priority for you. But this year I went, screw you guys, screw you guys, I'm going to do it. And um, so what I started to do, I set the date, we were going to film in an Airbnb near my house. And um, it had a couple of different rooms and I thought this is going to be great. And then I hired my friend Naomi Findlay, who is my designer and works with me at the farm, to create a look and feel for every archetype set. And um, we started doing Pinterest boards and things like that. And we, ha- we started to have lots of fun with it. And then I started shopping for each archetype. And so I started going to thrift stores, shopping on Facebook Marketplace, and really kind of building this look and feel for every single one of the archetypes. And then I went, you know what? I need some help around the fashion. So I hired um, a stylist, so Jane Moe, um, to come on board and to help me build out costumes essentially for every archetype so you can see how this starts to get really really fun like if you're a creative person or if you're a performer like I was growing up you can start to see how wow this feels cool to like actually create a look and feel for different people that you are trying to target Um, and there were some really cool little elements that we put into each set so let me um, let me tell you what some of them were So the accumulator archetype is the banker. They can be a little bit buttoned up. They can be a little bit cautious. They love saving money and they can be, you know, quite frugal in a way. So the set for that, we went for something that was quite simple. Um, We put like charts on the walls. This was really funny. I put a fake certificate in the in the, in the set because I thought, well, they would really care if I had a degree. I asked them, they actually didn't care. But I, I ran out of time, so I didn't even put a name on it. So it's just like this, literally this fake like degree certificate because I don't know where mine is. Um, we put files and a, a calculator and pens and everything in very clean kind of palettes, not 
um, not too frivolous, not too messy. We wanted it really clean. And same with the wardrobe. It was like, um, you know, clean blazers and proper belts and just things like that. Like a lot of times accumulators can be completer finishes. So I was like, well, they wouldn't be sloppy. They wouldn't not have a belt. So it was really interesting dressing like that because I am, I'm a bit more bohemian and a bit sloppier. Um, oh, and by the way, if you haven't done the quiz yet, I just want to share the quiz link is denisedt.com slash quiz. But I've actually done a post where you can see images of each thing I'm talking about. So if you go to denisedt.com slash BTS, as in behind the scenes, not BTS as in the band, um, denisedt.com slash behind the scenes, you can see all the images of the fashion and the set as I'm talking this through to you. Okay, so that was the accumulator. Um, the alchemist is more the ideas person. And we went for like a bit of a hippie woo woo thing for the alchemist. So we did like, um, kind of darker colors. We went for like purple crystals, like all my amethyst crystals and my like navy, um, crystals and, um, like my dream catchers, my tarot cards, and just it was a little bit darker, a little bit more mysterious, a little bit more like an apothecary kind of look. So I found this amazing like filing um, file cabinet thing that was like from a thrift store, and like a, and I actually didn't need to buy a ton of new stuff for that because it was literally just like all my crystals, all of my notebooks. Um, you know, anything that I had around my life that was kind of woo woo, like my um. Uh, my crystal grid things and all of my tarot cards, all that kind of stuff. That was really fun. And then same with the wardrobe for that. It wasn't that different from my current wardrobe. It was things like um, my caftans and and jeans with like my beat up boots that I love and fringing and um, bracelets. And I was really kind of going for if I was a tarot reader in another life, what would I wear? So it was still Denise, but it was like if I grew up, you know, a bit more kind of I don't know, hippie, idealistic kind of lifestyle. Really fun. Um, The next one was the celebrity. Now, this one was the hardest one for me because I have very little celebrity energy. And when you do the quiz, it actually tells you what order you have your archetypes. And celebrity is always my lowest. Celebrities are shiny. They love designer brands. They love to look and feel good all the time. Now, Oh God, one mistake I made with the celebrity, we actually had to do it on the very last day and I didn't have Jane for that last day because it was kind of a bit of an add-on. And I just know when Jane sees those those videos, sorry, Jane, like you can see um, I put socks in my jacket as shoulder pads and you can see them peeking out. And if I had Jane there, she would have noticed all of that because she is a celebrity. Um, The funny thing that we did with the set is that I noticed when I looked at um, celebrity archetypes, they love their treasures out on display. So a lot of celebrities have like perfume and makeup in their office. They have mirrors so they can, you know, check what they look like. They have clothes and bags and shoes and perfume. They have all of their treasures out on display. They have boxes of their designer outfits. They have their handbags out. And so it was just a really interesting way to look at that. At first, I always thought that that was, um, no offense, celebrities, a little bit like show-offy, but now I realize it's about appreciating and loving and getting as much value out of your things as possible because they double then as beautification. They make you feel good. They make you feel abundant. So we, um, on the shelves, we put 
shoes and I actually don't have a lot of designer shoes. So I had to buy them from thrift stores and buy them from Marketplace and say to my designer guy, like these, sorry, my a video guy, I was like, you cannot do close-ups of these shoes because celebrities will know that they're not fancy shoes. Um, but I um, I bought a bag recently from Saint Laurent. I bought some secondhand Saint Laurent tribute shoes. So I was like, focus on these things, but don't focus on the fact that those, like they're clearly not designer shoes. Um, and then it was just really fun shopping for, for that and finding things that were gold and shiny and beautiful and it it really made me appreciate that archetype so much because it's all about beauty and feeling good and yeah just finding finding things that make you look and feel good so that was super super fun but go and have a look at the behind the scenes um and you'll like just scroll in a little bit and you'll go oh denise no those shoes are not designer shoes. Ah. And see if you can see my socks um, poking out of my sequin jacket. Oh, my God. can't believe I did that. Okay, we're going to take a really quick break and then we'll come back and we'll do all of the other archetypes as well. And But remember, just go and have a look at um, denisedt.com slash BTS and you can see all the photos of what I'm talking about. It was super fun. All right, see you in a sec. Hi, I'm Beatrice. I'm a speaker, author, and coach, bringing the voices of those who have been silenced to the world. Learning about the sacred money archetypes and finding out that I'm a maverick has given me the permission I needed to expand my business in non-traditional ways and in ways that felt right for me. And most importantly, it has reminded me and keeps on reminding me that I'll always come out on top no matter what, because that's what Mavericks do. Thanks, Denise, for giving me uh, this wonderful experience and allowing me to expand in ways I could have never imagined. Okay, welcome back. Hopefully you've gone and had a look at some of those pictures um, and I've got all of the other archetypes to go. So the next one um, was Connector. And I struggled a little bit with Connector at first because um, I was thinking of making it more like a party girl kind of thing of someone who like was a bit of a girl boss um, party girl. And I actually took inspiration from a couple of different people to build this set. So one is my friend Angela Henderson, who is a total connector. Um, My friend Patricia Lohan, who is also a connector. She is a feng shui expert. And, um, And my internet friend Tyler McCall, who I don't know very well in person, but we're just, we're like internet friends. And I saw this picture of his office where he had all these books behind him and there were rainbow books, but they weren't organized perfectly. They they um, had like peaks and troughs. So there were like high books next to low books. And so Naomi and I spent a long time, first of all, collecting all of these books from our various houses because I have a lot of blue books. Uh, I didn't have as many yellow and pink and things like that. So it took us a while to you know, to build that set. We also did it on top of um, my piano at the Rose Farm because, um, oh gosh, long story short, but we had to move the venue anyway. Um, And a little sign that said believe because I noticed that a lot of connectors, they're all about spreading love and kindness and good words and happy thoughts that they tend to have a lot of slogans in their offices. I've noticed that. So it's like happy colors, slogans, and um, affirmations and then sentimental things. So we did um, 
like a pin board where we put like thank you cards on there. And like people do send me thank you cards and I often don't read them and not to be mean. It's just that um, for me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It's something I've got to work on. It makes me feel uncomfortable getting um, like those thank you cards. It makes me feel like a little bit unworthy or undeserving. And so I don't display them. It makes me feel weird. No offense if you've sent me a thank you card, but I was like, oh, this will be perfect for the connector set to put thank you cards because that's something that they would do is to, they want to see all of their connections around them and maybe photos of of important people or important clients or family or things like that. Um, So that was a really fun set to build. And what I did with the fashion for that is, um, okay, they, my team teased me that I look like a kindergarten teacher. (laughs) Or I look like a children's performer on Nickelodeon. (laughs) Oh my God, sorry. I'm just laughing thinking about it. So I was, um, Jane and I spent a whole day trying to find things with hearts on them. And it just so happened that that's not the season in Australia for heart fashion. We just wanted to find a jumper that I'd seen on my friend Angela um, Henderson where she had hearts all over it. And it was so hard to find. So I ended up um, uh, finding somewhere online. And and unfortunately, it was a bit more fast fashion, whereas a lot of the other things we bought were from Marketplace, were from thrift stores. But we found these amazing like heart sweaters. And um, when you see close up to, you'll see I've got like BFF necklaces on and like little heart necklaces and like um, just little cute things like that. One of my bracelets had friendship. I wanted to find friendship bracelets. So just something to make everyone feel happy and happy and connected and loved. And I have to tell you, even putting on the wardrobe for the different archetypes made me feel like that archetype. Like I really like got into character and I could feel the love and feel the connection. So definitely go and see my wardrobe for that because it was all just stuff that you've probably never seen me in, like pink and hearts and, and things like that. Um, but it was really, really fun. Okay. So the next archetype was probably my favorite to build. It was the Maverick archetype. And so the Mavericks love breaking rules. They love doing things their own way. So for that, I decided to go for like a bit of a rock chick theme. So I was looking for band t-shirts, leather, denim, stuff that I actually probably would wear in my wardrobe, but it was just a little bit more edgy than I would normally wear. So it was like really like tight black jeans with rips. And I love ripped jeans, but mine are a bit more relaxed usually. And like black studded boots and I found this lady on Etsy who sells boot belts so like little belts that you put on your boots um what else for that one yeah just like leather jack like a leather vest (laughs) from the thrift store we found a denim jacket that we ripped the sleeves off and Jane um stuck little things all over it like stars and things like that um super fun uh really really fun and it was just like another, it felt like another side of me. It was like channeling my mum from the 80s. And the set for that one, we went for like a really um, like tan, like leather, tan and black theme with little pops of like greenery or little pops of teal. So I found things like a black rotary phone, a um, uh, like a, like a looking glass, a black typewriter, a black abacus, little gold kind of, elements like a little um like Egyptian head like old boxes like just stuff that was a bit um rustic and a lot of this stuff came from my my house too like it was like my ukulele and um just little elements like my 
um, my son's got like a, a gold dinosaur statue. So that went in there too. And like black books and just finding those things to make it look a little bit edgier. Um, a, a record player and um, some of my Ottomans from home. And we were kind of going like, this is a world traveler who has collected all their treasures from around the world. And and it just felt so good. We actually did that one almost, at, we finished that at like midnight one night. And it just felt so apt to like to do that maverick thing, like right at the end and just being like, okay, let's push through. And instead of taking drugs, I was like mainlining Diet Coke to stay awake. <laughs> So it felt very apt, basically. Um, that one was super fun. I, I loved that. But then changing like gear a little bit, going to the nurture set was fascinating. So nurturers are all about giving, welcoming, helping, nurturing people. So of course we had to do things like um, pink. And like not everyone, not every nurturer likes pink, right? But we just looked for like what was soft and kind. And I have a lot of pink stuff at my farm. So it was just kind of mostly stuff that I'd already collected there. So it was like tea sets and cake stands and dried flowers from our farm and roses from our farm and beautiful um, paintings of roses that I've been collecting, like kind of like grandma grandma stuff in a way but you know I, I collect like floral armchairs I've got like five different floral armchairs at the farm and then I put like a, a heart pillow and some blankies and then the fashion for that was like cardigans and pins so I had like um like a grandma pin that I found that you know I would have loved if that was my real grandma's you know, brooch, but I don't have any of that stuff for my grandma. So I was looking for how can I create this sentimentality and that this warmth and this beautiful feeling in this set and um, like a little cat badge and like a cat necklace. You can go see those things. And um, I had roses on my shoes and there's cookies in the background. And even doing that set felt like, um, like it made my voice change. You know, like it made my, um, I spoke slower and softer and kinder. And it was very different for some of the other archetypes where I'm like, this is going to help you in your business. I was just like, this is going to really help you to help other people and to accept and love yourself. It was so interesting how the set changed the flavor. And sometimes the words were very similar in the script, but the, the tone was completely different by being in that, being in that set. Um, that was beautiful. And then we did uh, – the next one was the romantic. So the romantic set, we've got these big like Hampton-style bookshelves and I wanted to go for like a um, a Hampton's look, look and feel, um, slash Byron, kind of rich lady in Byron because although romantics like um, luxury and they like luxury brands – it's a little bit less showy sometimes than the celebrity archetype, whereas celebrities would wear sequins, the romantics might wear linen, you know, like Martha Stewart type linen or like a really expensive belt, but they've had it for 20 years. It's not it's not necessarily the, the latest fashion, but it's comfortable and luxurious and it makes them feel wealthy. So that set, it might look deceptively kind of simple, but it was beautiful things like texture and um, rolled up blankets in 
the cupboards and beautiful books and um, just a lot of little elements to make it feel wealthy and comfortable and a little bit more muted, you know, just because it's like soft and easygoing and flowy, super flowy. Now, the ruler set. Oh, sorry. And for the romantic um, fashion wise, I did flowy, um, like pale colors, you know, just like that wealthy, rich lady who's like, yeah, just like wearing something that's very flowy and like country club, but not too showy. <laughs> Byron, um, Byron slash Hamptons. Very fun. Um, okay. So the ruler set was the most challenging because I am a ruler. And so I couldn't see it as a costume. I couldn't see it as a set because I was like, it's just me. Um, and so we went for, again, quite a clean look like the accumulator. So lots of pops of blue, a bit messier, a bit more like aspirational. So we had um, a dream board on there. We had my books because maybe a ruler would show off like, these are my books. These are my accomplishments. Um, and like just a lot more like dream boardy kind of stuff and a bit more like aspirational because you'd want to have your affirmations there and you would, you'd want to have it so it's ready to go as a set because you're probably doing videos all the time, but it has to be like a living dream board for you. And for the ruler outfits, we kind of went for kind of what I would wear in some of my photo shoots, like jeans and a blazer. So it's like I'm ready to film and also like, you know, I'm not corporate. I'm kind of my own thing. So anyway, that was – um. They were all the sets and I've done a whole behind the scenes like mega post for you with just like some of the little symbolic things we put into the set, some symbolic things that we put into the fashion. Um, Yeah, it's really, really fun. So go and check that out. That's at denisedt.com slash BTS as in behind the scenes. And you can hear how excited I am. I'm literally like, look at my stuff isn't it neat? Like I, I just want you to go and look at all of these beautiful things and all the layers that we put into it. Um, and you know, all the meaning that we put into it. And I would even love to hear from you. Did I miss the mark? Like, did you go, I'm a celebrity and like, I could see your socks poking out of your thing. And like, I could see that those shoes weren't real. Like, tell me all the things because I promise I will not be offended by it. I will just be even more excited to make it better next time and to make, you know, to make those little nuances. Um, So tell me what I got right and tell me what I got wrong. (laughs) And you can always at me. um, I'm at Denise DT on all social media. And you can always send me a DM and also send me a picture of your office. If you're like, oh, my God, you nailed that. And this is what I have in my office. Like for one, for example, one other thing in the connector one, I put a peace lily in there and I'm like, no one's going to see that, that I put a peace lily, but connectors are all about harmony and peace and love and connection. So I was like, ah, there will be a few little Easter eggs that you will see and notice. Um, Or you might go, why the heck did you do that little thing? It made no sense at all. Anyway, enjoy that behind the scenes post and um, I will... See you straight after this break for one really, really quick final thought. Okay, bye. Hey, Denise. This is Bianca from Germany. With my company, Ein Guter Start, A Good Start, I teach women how to start doing their finances and budgeting. In order to be a good money coach myself, 
I have to tidy up every loose end when it comes to my own money blocks. The sacred money archetypes were so eye-opening about my own drive towards money. It showed me how far I've come and what way is still ahead of me. It motivates me to keep going because I know I already have everything inside of me. Thank you, Denise, for your great, great work. So my final thought today is about um, believing that your creativity and your words have value because I noticed how much during this whole process I felt almost guilty about doing things so creatively, even spending the money, spending the time, living in pure creation and how much I just, I did feel a little bit guilty of that, of going, will people like it? Is this indulgent? Am I just doing it for me? And so my final thought is just that your um, your way of doing things has so much value. And this is where we're living in a world at the moment where things are so cookie cutter. Give yourself permission to do it in your way and that will attract your ideal audience as well. So I hope this has inspired you to pull up that creativity, give yourself permission to do it. So I alluded to um, doing some really creative stuff during this launch. And one of the things that I did, which was super fun, was that I hired someone on Fiverr to make me a song um, about do the quiz, buy the course, make more money. And it just, again, gave me permission to do things in a really creative, fun, silly way. And I listened to this song probably about 50 times during that filming week and I did little dances to it, made everyone do it. And if you want to see that song, just go to denisedt.com slash BTS to see all the behind the scenes and you'll see the song and the film clip that we put together. But I just want to leave you with the song of Do the Quiz, Buy My Course and Make More Money. Enjoy. Do the quiz, then buy my course and make more money. Do the quiz, buy my course, make more money. Do the quiz, buy my course, make more money. Do the quiz, buy my course, make more money. Do the quiz, then buy my course and make more money. Do the quiz, buy my course, make more money. Do the quiz, buy the course and make more money. Do the quiz. Buy my cars, make more money. 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 Do the quiz and buy the cars and make more money. Do the quiz, buy the cars and make more money. Do the quiz and buy the cars and make more money. Then buy the cost and make more money. Money, 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 money. Do the quiz, buy my cost, make more money. 